Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, today we got a good one. We got Drew Carey. We're doing top five prices right games. Just kidding. Uh, Drew Carey has not been on the podcast. I don't think he will be, nor would he be invited. So, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Drew, uh, I know you listen to this. Uh, if you ever want to come on, feel free. Um, but yeah, we got a good one anyway. It's, uh, so, um, I recorded this a couple months ago with, uh, a good friend of mine, Tyler Clardy. That's right. Oh yeah, he's back. He did the Marvel podcast, uh, like mm, everyone else. Um, so yeah, he's back. He's doing uh, a special topic with me called Top 5 Tom Cruise Movies. Um, I figured with the news that Top Gun Maverick has been delayed all the way from the summer until Christmas... Which is kind of sad, like, there's not going to be a summer movie season. So with that news, uh, it's a Tom Cruise movie, obviously. Um, with that news, I decided to bring some light with uh, a discussion about the best of Tom Cruise, who is one of our great actors. Um, but we'll still see Top Gun Maverick. It'll be a little bit later. It won't be the same, but it'll still be there, so it's no worries there. But, you know, we'll do, we're, we're doing our best, for sure. Um so this episode I recorded with Tyler in person, uh, but again, it was a couple months ago. It was right before we saw Honey Boy. Yeah, I think it was right before we went to see Honey Boy at the theaters. Mm, yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah, and we're just talking cruise. It's great. Um, it's a great listen, I think. Uh, always love talking to Tyler. Uh, it's sad that we our time at UMass was cut short, um, but you know good friend all the same uh he loves tom cruise he really does um when i recorded the marvel podcast with him back oh my god it might have, must have been maybe it's like a year ago today even it could be um he was we were talking about tom cruise together uh and i was like we should do a tom cruise podcast and and here there here it is and i think it's also good because when i first started this podcast i said we're gonna cover every top five topic you can think of every every single one uh, that was my promise and um and for example, as I said, we're going to do top five chairs. We're going to do top five types of weather. We're going to do top five Tom Cruise movies. Those are my three examples in the episode description uh, initially. We've done chairs. We did that uh, over a year ago now. It was with uh, Joe Cicero. That one you can check out in the archives. Um, and now we're doing Tom Cruise movies, leaving weather as the last one left. Um, and speaking of that, if you listen to this um, and you're interested, uh, this weekend, going to be on Saturday, not sure what time yet, but it's going to be on Saturday, uh, and I'll send the link out to pretty much everyone on my contact list. I'm doing live Zoom podcast where everyone's going to tell me their favorite type of weather. They can just, people can come in and out. I'm just going to record, let it go. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be awesome. Uh, hopefully it'll be a good way to reunite with some people during this quarantine time, and it's going to be fun. So we're going to knock out all three example topics, and it's going to be the promise fulfilled from the outside of this podcast, uh, almost 60 episodes into it. So, so yeah, here we are, we're doing Tom Cruise, and we got weather coming up, and that's going to be, it's going to be fun, it's going to be good times all around. Um, I've never done this before, but I'm actually going to reveal what next week's topic is, because um, next week was supposed to be the NFL Draft, so it sucks that we're missing the NFL Draft. Um, uh, well, there's, I guess mm, they're kind of going to have it, they said. Uh, it's not going to be what it was supposed to be, obviously. Um, so, but Pete Peterson, my sports correspondent, he's coming back to the show and we're going to talk about football. We're going to make some predictions about, uh, the divisions, uh, uh, and for the, if there is an upcoming season, what those divisions would look like. And we talk a little bit about the draft as well and some people to keep an eye on. So that's going to be good times. Look forward to that next week. Um, and the the uh, the weather one will release at some point, unless nobody shows up. Then I probably just won't release that at all because it'll just be me vamping for an hour or two hours, whatever. And also, paradigms is a second language. Uh, Dave Wheelrout came on the podcast on Monday to talk about his favorite books and to promote that book. Um, he's releasing paradigms as a second language. It came out. It's out. It's available. Ebook and paperback are available. I'll put the link again in my episode description. Uh, you can go to the notes and check that out. And uh, he said he said he's donating all the money he makes from it. He said he's giving it to food banks. So it's a good cause. It's a good book. Uh, love to help out a friend, Dave Wheeler, out there. So definitely check that out. And um, Drew Carey, you know what I have to say to you about that because you're no Tom Cruise. This is top five Tom Cruise movies. Boom.
Welcome to uh, a very special episode. I know I say that every time, but this one truly is special um, because when I first started this podcast, I wrote in my description, I said, I'm going to rank every single topic, including types of weather, types of chairs, types of walls, and Tom Cruise movies. And I've done walls and chairs. I've not done weather yet. We're still holding out hope for weather. And now we are doing Tom Cruise movies. And we're, we're fulfilling the prophecy um, had to do an ep where he's the second time on the podcast. He did. He was there for the Marvel characters, and now he's here for his favorite actor? Question mark potentially. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so excited. We'll introduce you in a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nervous. I get excited. I should probably get closer just so the audio picks you up. Uh, yeah, we're talking here with Tyler Clardy. Tyler, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me for the best topic of your entire podcast. Just throwing that out there. He's great. Um, Tom Cruise. Have you covered Tom Cruise on the Film Frauds podcast now available to stream online? I think my friend Matt has roasted me mm. a bunch of times on Tom Cruise, uh, but no, never never to this depth where I did research on yes. Tom Cruise being nominated for Oscars. Three times! Who knew? Who, he was that I good. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm looking now at a piece of paper uh, with notes on it, and I did no such uh, work for this i'm assuming you have honorable mentions um i do are we doing top Gun, tom cruise performances or movies that's a good question I did um, performances. performances okay i took it as movies <laughs> um which is good because we'll have some diversity okay i i can i can roll with that i yeah. was not sure i should have done more research clearly but no it's all good uh we'll have some variation uh my list slightly i have one movie in there that's not good oh uh and i can change that but then my list might stay the same a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could, it's kind of mm. beat for beat. So I can, I can swing both. I can do it. <laughs> well, it sounds good. Um, I think we should do some, I'll, I'll, I wanted to mention uh, Thor Ragnarok. Um, it's not really a Matt Damon movie. <laughs> and that's kind of what I was thinking about with the movie Tropic Thunder. Ah, um, see, that was the one I, I mentioned before. That, that was going to be one on your list. Oh. I was like, because I thought we were doing performances. Yeah. So I was like, that one's going to be on there. Well, it's a great performance. Yes. Um, but I had to give it an honorable mention instead, um, just because it's more of a Ben Stiller, Jack Black, Robbie Downey Jr. It's even more of a Jay Baruchel movie than it is a you know, Tom I, Cruise movie. More of a Matthew McConaughey movie, too. Matthew McConaughey, for sure. Um, so shout out to that. I want to give a shout out to Interview with a Vampire. That's a good one. And Cocktail. I went as Tom Cruise in Cocktail for Halloween one year. That's a bold, that's a bold costume. <laughs> You should have gone as risky business, Tom Cruise. I can't walk around with no pants on. <laughs> but that's the role. You gotta, you gotta embrace it. I could be Tom Cruise at the end of risky business when he has pants on. No, no, no. That's not. You have to do be Tom Cruise when he slides through the hallway with no pants on. With the hot sacks. <laughs> with the hot sacks, yes. <laughs> what honorable mentions do you have? Well, because I was going out performances and I wanted to be not edgy, but I was like, you know what? These are. I have performances that I like more. I had Tropic Thunder. Mm-hmm. I had Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had Magnolia. Oh. I, which was bold because that's basically everyone's like, what's Tom Cruise's best movie or best performance? Everyone goes Magnolia. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm not going to do that. Uh, so those are my top three. In terms of movies, I'd probably put like Edge of Tomorrow. I think okay. it's a really good Tom Cruise movie. Basically like one through three of the Mission Impossible movies. For sure. Uh, and then I would probably put... Probably Rain Man. Even though that's oh. a Dustin Hoffman kind of lead, I think that won Best Picture in 88. So I'll put that one. That was around a bunch. I'll do both. Yeah. So. Well, Cruz is better than Hoffman and Rain Man. You think so? I think so. Hoffman's just doing like what everyone does with like autistic characters. Well, like kind of like, like what like Leonardo DiCaprio and yeah, just, Gilbert Grape. Just hamming it up. Like it's almost too easy of a role to sink your teeth into. Oh. Fine. And Tom Cruise is like doing the more challenging performance. That one I looked up, he was not nominated for a single thing in that movie. Tom Cruise? Not a single nomination ever went to him in anything. It was I was scrolling. I was like, no, no, Tom Cruise, but Dustin Hoffman and everything. The eighties were a crazy time. (laughs) Tom Cruise is a crazy person, so that's all right. Like if you look at his like upcoming movies, it's like Edge of Tomorrow Two, Mission Impossible Nine or whatever, and then like Top Gun Two. Do you wish he would do some classic Oscar bait type roles instead of all the action movies. Well, what was the last time he did like a classic Oscar bait? Like, actually, no, that's, we'll get to that. Oh, that's we'll my number, that. okay. that's my number one. We'll talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, well, that being said, well, I'll jump right into my list. We'll alternate back and forth. Ends on you. Uh, that way it ends on a high note. <laughs> uh, my number five had to go with Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh, that's a good one. 
Uh, he's done six of these movies. Uh, and I just, the whole sequence where he's climbing that tower in like Dubai or wherever it is, and Simon Pegg is out of the room, and Renner is like, <coughs> what is happening? And <laughs> You're like, man, this movie's great. It's so good. Is it's, that your favorite Mission Impossible movie? It is my favorite Mission Impossible. Have you seen Fallout? I have seen Fallout. Uh, See, I think Fallout's a better movie. You do? I, that's what people say. They say it's the best one. I do have a slight man crush, though, on Henry Cavill. So hmm. him being... Spoilers. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to hear about what happened in a movie a year ago. <laughs> Over a year now. Over a year ago. It, Henry Cavill's the villain of the movie, and I think he's an excellent villain. I also just think the sequences in Mission Impossible Fallout, Fallout. Are, are better than the Dubai sequence. That was really it's a pretty good sequence. Oh, it's so great. Oh, and he's like, and all this stuff's fall. Oh, okay. I might, I might, let me, let me think about that, but that is a good choice. It's a great choice. Oh my god. I mean, and Rogue Nation has its merits um, as well. The motorcycle chase on the highway, Motor which is chase. like half CGI, half that. That's very, oh, very visceral. A, the car chase through like Dubai, not Dubai, yeah. Morocco? Uh, somewhere, somewhere where there's like an opera. Yeah. And they're like doing he's, that. He's doing a bunch of, he's Tom Cruise. He's, yeah. he's certifiably insane. Hey, he's doing all of his stunts, allegedly. I think he is. I think he's just, I think he's that crazy enough. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah. Where it's like, uh, what is this going on now? Where you see, ah, uh, the trailer for the Black Widow movie, um, when ScarJo jumps out of the plane. Yeah. It's like, she didn't actually jump out of a plane, no. but if it was Tom Cruise, he would have jumped out of the plane. Well, the behind the scenes stuff for Fallout when he's like doing the, all the, uh, helicopter stuff, he's flying the helicopter, yeah. he's falling, and you're like, this dude is, he is 50 something. He's going to be in his 60s by the time Mission Impossible 8 comes out. Which just makes me a little nervous because he broke his foot mm. on that one uh, stunt for Fallout. And uh, okay, that's why these movies are so expensive because they gotta insure him. Well, yeah, because well, they're like Tom Cruise. You can't do your own stunts. He's like, and then he made, he started producing the movies himself. So he could. Mm. Yeah, he's insane. I love Tom Cruise. He's insane. He, he's legitimately insane though. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, what do you have as your number five for this insane person that you claim to be insane? So. Um, I have a man crush on Tom Cruise. Mm. I, I fully say if I were to ever go gay, it'd be Tom Cruise mm -hmm. uh, and a bunch of other celebrities. But Tom Cruise is always number one, and this is because of Top Gun, where he plays Maverick. Top Gun is an absurd movie. Mm -hmm. It is not really a great movie, and Tom Cruise is not really super great in it, but goddamn is he handsome in that movie. He has the one, the most homoerotic, I think, mm. scene in a movie ever where they're all shirtless and oiled up and tanning, playing volleyball. And I was like, man, I'm like... Takes your breath away. I was like, man, I, I'd give myself to you, Tom Cruise, at an instant. I think it's also just a legitimately decent movie. I mean, not really, but it's kind of has that like '80s nostalgia and charm mm. that cheese. And plus, Top Gun too. He's flying his own freaking jets now, which is, which that entire trailer was marketed around. That one like still shot where he's flying his own jet, and you're like, man, Tom Cruise is insane. But I think it's just a like a, a perfectly cheesy 80s action movie that got me into like, oh, maybe Top Cruise, ooh. Yeah. So that's my number five. What well, makes for a great transition into my number four, because it is Top Gun. Yeah! <laughs> uh, Top Gun I love. Uh, the, the fact that they call it Top Gun Maverick, the sequel, is like calling it like, uh, like if you said like Guardians of the Galaxy Rocket, <laughs> like if that was the name of the movie. Yeah. It's a little odd, uh, but that's all right. Uh, but yeah, the first Top Gun is really great. I consider it right up there with Jaws in terms of like the great American movie. Um, <laughs> wow, that's bold. That's yeah. a good one. I mean, it's like... Oh, it is. It is so much, though. It's, it's just, oh. It is everything you need. It's like military, but volleyball, and Tom Cruise, and friendship, and the need for speed. It's basically... The top three are Jaws, Top Gun, and then 2012's Battlefield. You consider Battlefield to be the great American movie? It's a great American movie. The, the scene at the end where they all the old-timey Navy veterans are... Doing up the old the battleship, and you're like, this is the I'm mean, not battleship. I'm a battleship. I'm not battleship. Oh, with Rihanna? Yes. I would Taylor <laughs> Kitson. Is there a battlefield movie? I don't. I've. I was gonna. I was gonna ask after you finished talking about the movie. I said I was gonna say, what is this movie? Oh, wait, I might be thinking. Of, I meant battleship. Battleship with Rihanna, Taylor Kitsch, where they fight aliens. That's a great American. Movie. I don't think anyone would agree with me <laughs> on that. I feel like people really hated that movie. <laughs> I feel like no, I feel like that just discredited the rest of my list. I mean, Rihanna's great. Yeah, and great. music. <laughs> maybe not as a lead action woman. Yeah, maybe she's better as Ocean's 5. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Top Gun is good. We love Top Gun. Both words have three letters. Um, <laughs> what kind of restaurant is... Don't they go to, they go to, did they go to Chili's at some point in Top Gun when they're doing karaoke? I thought it was like a knockoff Chili's. Okay. I, do I, they go to Chili's? Maybe it's not branded as Chili's. I what kind of restaurant is Chili's? Chili's is like a better version of Applebee's. 
But what like like Olive Garden is like Italian food and like it's, do you ever just like it's a pure American experience where they have everything from Italian food to burgers to like to like Mexican food. It's it's weird. It's I wouldn't know what to call it. I, I just call it the American dream. Okay, well, that's uh, if you go check out Mike Birbiglia and his new comedy special on Netflix, he says that uh, many cities and there's like nine cities in America and everything else that calls himself a city is just an Applebee's with a dream. <laughs> Okay, that's funny. <laughs> it's perfectly set up for that. And oh. speaking of perfect setups, what's your number four? My number four perfect setups of the American Dream is Minority Report. Oh. That, that also, I just love, I think Minority Report is one of Spielberg's best movies. Um, and I think him being like the detective on the run uh, and having to prove himself, I think it's just a really great premise for Tom Cruise, even though that is then now basically all the Mission Impossible movies. Uh, but this was really set the stone. I think there's just really great sequences, the one where he's blind and has to kind of navigate while things are coming towards him. Um, those little, like, spider little things. Creepy. Sure. Uh, and then the scene where... Spoilers for a movie that came out in, like, 2002. Yeah. But when he finds out, like, he's at that moment where he's like, oh, did that guy kill my son? No, he didn't. And I think Tom Cruise has a really great range of motion there. I think he has a better range of motion than he does in Magnolia. Wow. That's controversial, I know. Mm. Um, I think just Minority Port is a movie that's carried by Tom Cruise's performance. I think actually it's one of those rare movies where Spielberg's direction takes a back seat. Um, but yeah, I, I love that movie. I rewatched it over the summer and was like, this movie's freaking phenomenal. So Tom Cruise and Minority Report. Minority Report. It's emblematic of like, like I mean, Tom Cruise has worked with Coppola and yeah. Scorsese and Paul Thomas Anderson and Barry Levinson <laughs> and the Spielberg. He's worked with all these great, great, great directors. Kubrick even. Uh, yeah. And... And he, but like, I feel like Spielberg was like the last great director like he worked with. Like, he's worked with like some good ones, like Brad Bird and Christopher McQuarrie on yeah. the Mission Impossible. He did but the like, guy, yeah, the guy who did uh, did American Made, which is the guy yeah, who did the Bourne movie. Doug Lyman, like questionable he, movie. He he works with he works with good directors, mm-hmm. like, but he doesn't work with auteurs anymore. No, um, Spielberg was the last. Well, it was like it was Minority Port, then War of the World, which is a great movie, by the way. Terrifying movie. I watched that when I was like eight. Scarred me. It's at least more hopeful than some of the similar movies in its genre. Yeah. At but, least. With the end, the Morgan Freeman narrations, like, the one thing they didn't expect was bugs or viruses <laughs> or whatever. And you're like... You never expect bugs. You're like, great. You're like, I'm glad we had that entire two and a half hour movie, just the bugs kill him. But whatever. Yeah. He's, try, he's trying his best. What do you do with Scorsese again? Uh, Color of Money. He was in Color of Money? He was the pool player who was trained by the Paul Newman character from Hustler. I don't even remember that. Oh, my God. So it's I didn't... A, oh, it's an oldie. Yeah, I don't remember he was in... Oh, wow, look at him. He's like the guy. He's... Oh, my God, Tom Cruise. He's so hunky. All right. Oh, he was also in The Outsiders. I forgot about that. Yes. Outsiders. Honorable mention. The Outsiders. That's a great movie. I remember... What a cast that was. Like, Rob Lowe, Matt yeah. Dillon... It's the guy Ralph Macchio was in it. Ralph Macchio, Does Patrick he, Swayze. Patrick Swayze is in it. Does Tom Cruise die in Outsiders? Does he he plays Soda Pop, right? Yeah, no, that's Rob Lowe. I think, I think Tom Cruise gets shot. I don't think he dies. I think Macchio's the one who dies, right? Macchio's the one in the story who dies, yeah. yes. He's the little kid. He's, the, and He's not Pony Boy. I know that. No, I think... I don't remember the character that Tom Cruise played. Soda Pop was Rob Lowe. Soda Pop Curtis. <laughs> uh, I don't remember uh, Tom Cruise's character. I don't think he... Maybe he does that. I don't know. I, I could have sworn there was a scene where he's like getting chased by the police, but that's that probably. That's, yeah. What's your number three? My number three. <laughs> uh, Excellent transition. Uh, we were talking about Rain Man, yep. and how uh, Hoffman has the showier uh, performance, and I had to give a shout out to another movie mm-hmm. where somebody has a showier performance, but Tom Cruise is actually the one giving the better performance. That'd be a few good men. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Nicholson gets all the credit for you can't handle the truth, but Tom Cruise is like carrying that whole movie. Nicholson's in like two scenes. Tom the, Cruise is the one. Yeah, Does, was Nicholson nominated for a few good men? Surely he must have been. I, I feel like he had to have been. Yeah, to be for that one scene because yeah. that's the Oscar scene. That's probably best supporting actor. Absolutely, yeah. Demi Moore is good, but Tom Cruise is just like when he's he's got the baseball bat and he comes to like his epiphany of how to break <laughs> Nicholson. The whole acting in the courtroom, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, like, his eyes go a little big at times, but for the most part, he's out acting Nicholson, I think, in that scene. He's just awesome. That is Rob Reiner, another great director he worked with. I was about to ask that. Rob Reiner. What's Rob Reiner made recently, though? Oh. Well, he made A Princess Bride. 
he went on one of the all-time great runs of directors. He did like Stand by Me, Princess Bride. Stand by Me? Yeah. Oh my uh, god. Spinal Tap, Misery, A Few Good Men, American President. He banged him out like all in a row. Then what happened to him? Is then he made? I haven't heard. I, I looked at his like Wikipedia. I've heard none of the. I've heard of none of the movies since. What was, then. What's his most recent? What is like the one he's done? I couldn't even tell you the name of it. It's just movies I've never heard of. He's doing acting now. He acted in Wolf of Wall Street. He was a New Girl. He was a, oh, he was in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, he's Rob going, Reiner. He's throwing like 100 in five minutes. He's like, oh, you fucking, <laughs> fucking, I hate fucking being alive with all these fucking DiCaprio fucking people. Like, <laughs> Jesus, Rob Reiner, tone it down. You're like, he directed Princess Bride. Oh, my God. But yeah, he goes on quite a run and then just stops. Oh, he does When Harry Met Sally as well. Rob Reiner did When Harry Met Sally? All in a row. All these movies are in oh a row. Oh, my God. This guy is just the king of like the 80s and 90s. He did fantasy, comedy, musicals, rom-coms. What Legal dramas. He has enough money where he or, never has to do anything ever again. Oh yeah, and oh. he's got and Carl Reiner's still alive. Maybe he's just trying to hang out with his dad. <laughs> so, yeah. I think he did the Bucket List. Was his most recent one with from two thousand the Morgan uh, the Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson movie. Yeah, like I think I feel like that was Rob Reiner. Now I'm not sure. You know, what? I'm gonna we'll, we'll discuss we'll va- everything yeah. and then we'll, I'll look it up. All we'll right, figure it out. We'll, we'll vamp. So um, from my number three, this yes. one is a not a great movie, but. It has a special place in my heart because Tom Cruise sings in it. It's Rock of Ages, where he plays Stacey Jacks, the rock star. Um, I have not seen this. <laughs> it is, uh, it's led by, like, Julianne Huff. Hugh? Okay. Hugh Huff? Huff? The or, dancer? Yeah. Okay. It's some, like, random dude who I Derek looked up. Huff? Not Derek Huff. <laughs> not her, not her uh, brother, brother. But some, like, weird other dude who just isn't in any movies anymore. But Fair. Tom Cruise is definitely a supporting role. He has more screen time than someone like, like where he's like Les Grossman in Tropic Thunder. But he sings, and he's basically like the stereotyped 80s rock star, where he's basically like a Mick Jagger kind of stuff, where he's just living it up. Girls are just throwing themselves at him, and it's great. And then he meets like this one girl who they kind of like have a flirty thing, and they sing, and Tom Cruise sings. And then he does a singing song where Julianne Huff, Hugo Huff, I don't Huff. know her, Huff. Huff. They, she is like a strip, like, pole dancing thing and they're uh they're singing um oh my god uh, not not i, I want to know what love i think i want to know what love is um they're singing basically 80s. i want i want you to show me i want you to show me i will look it up after i look up every, so many things to google so many things to google i should have done more research but give it he, a goog he is just having a blast doing this and you can tell because he's he's playing into the 80s cliches of like the the melodramatic kind of 80s rock star who also has you no? Know, it's a lot of like build up walls to protect himself from being hurt. It's very cliche, but goddamn, he, is he having fun with it? And I love that movie just for that reason of watching Tom Cruise, and he's great. And I also love the fact that he comes on the screen and all the women are like, "Stacy Jacks, like have my babies," and you're like, "You're like, he's just having fun. He's, just, he's having a blast." So Rock of Ages, <laughs> it's two and a half hours long. Oh my god, it's long and it's not worth the runtime. But it's worth it for Tom Cruise. <laughs> Glowing review. Uh, is he a good singer? <laughs> I, they auto-tuned him a little bit. I can. Uh, we're gonna go drive to go see Honey Boy after, and I can play okay. one of his songs, and you can witness him cover. He. Uh, I find many actors attractive, and I think he's handsome. He's um, definitely handsome. But I've never like found him like to be too hot. Um, maybe it's just because I'm not. I'm not into people from the '80s. Um, <laughs> But have you ever seen the picture that somebody showed where they like, like showed like facial symmetry? Yeah, and his tooth is he's like he has a tooth just right in the center. Yeah, yeah. I listen. Everyone has flaws. <laughs> it just happened to be he's a Scientologist mm. who's weird, mm. who probably had a questionable relationship with Katie Holmes. Speculate, speculative. Jumping on a couch. Just in case any lawyers come after you. That's all speculation. No one listens to this? No one Just in case. You never know. Tom Cruise might have people listening. Jumps on a couch. Freaked out Oprah. Mm-hmm. And it's just a weird dude. And ever since then, he just does action movies because yeah. I don't think he wants to be vulnerable ever again. <laughs> because people are going to be like, so the Scientology thing, right? And he's yeah. going to be like, eh, leave me alone. Yeah, leave me alone. I'm just going to go jump off a plane. It's too bad. It is too bad. Yeah. Well, at least he hasn't tried to kill anyone. He did that lip sync battle with Jimmy Fallon. That was a good one. Was it? I have to. I gotta watch it now. They lip sync. Uh, I don't remember what Jimmy does, but I know Tom Cruise does. I can't feel my face when I'm with you by the weekend, <laughs> and then he lip syncs Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meatloaf. 
Oh my god. It's unbelievably good. Wait, now, Dave, every time we hang out, you always give me like 17 <laughs> fucking things to watch. So much content yeah. to consume. Now I have to go watch that because clearly it's Tom Cruise. Yeah, it? well, then he lip syncs You've Lost This Love and Feeling from Top Gun. Oh my god. All right. I love it. It's only like nine minutes. Well, now, because you know, Jimmy Fallon and Tom Cruise are two people. What's your number two? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> uh, gotta go Fever Pitch. Love Jimmy Fallon um, in Fever Pitch. Okay. Just kidding. Uh, I like, would, Tom Cruise is not in that movie. I, that I know of. Should be. I don't be. think so. No. He should have played Euclid. <laughs> Would have been great. Uh, no, what is my number two? It's a great question. Ah, yes, I remember now. Uh, I don't have any notes in front of me. Uh, collateral. Um, That's a good one. Collateral. Another, he worked with Michael Mann on that one. Uh, playing a villain. He doesn't yeah. usually do that. He is the villain of that movie, Vincent. Mm-hmm. Vincent is the character. Uh, who forces Jamie Foxx to drive him around L.A. and commit murders the whole night. It's basically the plot of the movie. Uh, Jamie Foxx has to get out of it. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is involved. Mm -hmm. Mark Ruffalo also involved. Underrated. Mark Ruffalo is just surprisingly in that movie. Mark Ruffalo is surprisingly just in a lot of movies. He's He's great. one of the great actors that we have. Um, I love Mark Ruffalo. Love Mark Ruffalo. Shout out to the rough. We'll have to do <laughs> top five rough. <laughs> the rough performances. I used to think that the uh, ABC Family 25 Days of Christmas original Christmas movie, The Gruffalo, uh, <laughs> starred Mark Ruffalo. Nope. No, it does not. No. I don't even know who it stars. I'm going to spoil his number one performance right now. It's Infinitely Polar Bear. Oh. I love that movie. <laughs> you wouldn't say uh, Age of Ultron. <laughs> what about Endgame? It's oh. just a CGI. The- we can't talk about Endgame because you'll go on a spiel. <laughs> I will, the one thing I'll say about Ruffalo in Endgame is that his voice that he does for the Hulk, unmodulated. All him. Is it? Pretty good. That's impressive. Yeah. They also have that one shot where he's going to go take the Infinity Gauntlet where it's like, I'll do it. I was made for this. And it's like impeccably. Like, yeah. it's like, it's legit. It just looks like Mark Ruffalo and he has stubble. Yeah. They're like, they're like some am- animator spent months on this, this one shot and they spent millions of dollars on this. Yes. They spent more money on that one shot than I'll make in my entire life. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? We have that shot now of a, of a sexy Hulk. They <laughs> say, uh, what if you showed, like, Charlie Chaplin, like, a movie like Endgame, and mm-hmm. he would just blow his brains out because he wouldn't understand. Like, who is that green man? <laughs> I don't understand. Green, there's a green man now? <laughs> I don't get it. How is that man flying? It would just be shocking. Like, even, oh. like, even in the 80s, like, Supergirl, you see that movie, it's like, the flying is terrible. Yeah. And they, they've come such a long way. And now we have Mark Ruffalo as a giant Mark green Ruffalo. man. Unmodulated, too. Pretty cool. Yeah, so... And uh, a shaved head and collateral. Uh... Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. He, uh, but yeah, Collateral's great. Um, <laughs> speaking of that movie, uh, I really don't have much to say about it. It's just, it's just like a thrill joy ride through Los Angeles. That yeah. It's really compelling, and Tom Cruise is great in it. Yeah. I, uh, I agree. Mm. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, but oh. number two is uh, Jack Reacher. Oh, okay. Where he plays Reacher. I, um, Reacher, I heard the newer. <laughs> I, uh, I love... This movie, uh, I think it's incredibly underrated, and I think it's Christopher McCormick, McCormick, McQuarrie, McQuarrie. I think this is the best movie. I think this is. I like this more than the Mission Impossible movies Whoa. he's done. Um, I just like this movie mainly because it's simple, uh, and Tom Cruise has a very kind of. I hate that that's such. It's gonna be such a hyperbolic group, but nuanced performance. He it kind of just has this like. He walks around with this kind of confidence that only Tom Cruise can have, and it's it's a movie that's clearly designed for him. To play the lead, despite the fact that he's like five six, and Jack Reacher in the book is six five, and they even point out like there's a line where it's like I thought he'd be taller. It's like okay, so he's aware of it. I also just I think this is just a really solid kind of mystery thriller with some excellent moments. Um, there's this one fight scene in particular where they cut out all background music and sound, and you just hear the fists and the impact of everything. And I'm like, that's just a really smart way to have everything kind of kind of what's it called uh, to have the impact of it. But I also think it's just he plays just as this confident and suave man who's just kind of tackling tasks one by one and just kind of crushing it really well. So much to the fact that it's just one of... I just I adore Tom Cruise in this movie. He's so just kind of suave and collected. And I'm like, oh. Just it gets my... It gets, uh, it gets me going. In a good way, though. Not a, not a weird way. It really gets your jollies off? My jollies off. Oh, no, it's... it's I think it's a really solid movie. A solid direction and a astounding Tom Cruise performance. And he does his own stunts. He has that one scene where he's in the Mustang and he's doing all the stick shift. I'm like, oh my God, you're the best. Well, it's, it's a glowing great. review. Oh, no, I love it. It's, it's, I think it's criminally underrated. I looked it up. It has like a low 60% around Tomatoes Critic and 
audiences, and I'm like, wow, I was very surprised because it's good. It's a really good movie. I always confuse it with uh, Jack Ryan. The Chris Ryan? Chris, not Chris Ryan. Jack Ryan? The Chris Pine one, yeah. Yeah. That one? I kept that confused. That was a decent movie, too. They did a lot of those. Like, Alec Baldwin, I think, was Jack Ryan at some point. John Krasinski's now. John Krasinski. I've seen one episode of that show. Very violent. Overly, uh, not overly, but surprisingly violent. Yes. I watched the first episode of it. um, Because they said it was, like, the first half of it, he's in an office and acting like Jim. I was like, okay. And he's not. And then, like, it's, like, for five minutes, and then he, like, is an action star. I'm like, eh, I'm also like... Yeah, he's, like, fighting people in, like, a war zone. You're like, eh, okay, John Krasinski. Yeah, if I'm watching Amazon Prime, it's for Fleabag. Uh, <laughs> it's not really for Jack Ryan. I don't Apparently, I might go back one time in the future when it's all said and done and tackle it, because they're on season two. Yeah, I mean, when I saw uh, Knives Out... Uh, they had a big, big showcase for Jack Ryan beforehand. Ooh. They were just playing like a, it was like a 10 minute featurette about making of the show. Are you serious? Yeah, they were promoting the hell out of it. Uh, Damn. Not sure why, um, <laughs> but you know, more power to them. Yeah. What a, what a stark contrast from Knives Out, which I haven't seen. I have to, but just. Great Tom Cruise performance in that one. Great Tom Cruise. He really absorbs himself into all the roles. Absolutely. Oh. What if Tom Cruise was Iron Man? Wasn't that supposed to happen? Yes, it was supposed to happen. Um, Life would be different. What do you think would happen, though? I mean, well, Tom Cruise, Iron Man, that casting rumor was post-Oprah Winfrey couch. Mm. Well, that, this would have locked him into a machine even more than he already has been. <laughs> like, he, uh, they, somebody did a deep fake of Tom Cruise being Iron Man. Like, it's weird. It's very, because they haven't mastered deep fake technology yeah. yet, so it's a little odd. <laughs> I, like... I just I think Disney dodged a bullet because he's even more kind of intertwined with Scientology. When you think Scientology, who are the big stars you think of? I think of Will Smith. Well, what? Isn't he? No, what is he? I think so. I think of the dude from that '70s show, Danny Masterson. Oh, Danny Masterson. Who's a, a big, yeah, huge star. Huge star. <laughs> uh, and uh, Elizabeth of, Moss. Elizabeth Moss. I think of Tom Cruise. Isn't there another big one like Tom Cruise adjacent? Probably. Like Scientology. You know what? I feel like there's a big, big Scientologist that we're forgetting. While you're giving your number... Travolta. That's Travolta's Scientologist. Yeah, he's a big one. Yeah. I forgot about Travolta. <laughs> he's a great guy. <laughs> I couldn't make a top five Travolta performances list. There's not enough. There's like three great movies that he's been in and then and it's like... like Grease, Pulp Fiction, and then... Saturday Night Fever. Saturday, uh, Urban Cowboy. <laughs> Get Shorty. Get sh- <laughs> um, This is not John, Tra- John Travolta's time. Um... This is the man, the myth, the legend, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, great guy. Um, I think before I really got into movies, I had seen zero Tom Cruise movies. Oh, and wow. since getting into movies and like really like becoming a fan of like just movies in general, I've seen like twenty four Tom Cruise movies. Jeez. Or The Outsiders, I might have seen back in like middle school. Um, but yeah, going into number one. I'm curious, I have no idea what it is. You have no idea what it is. Nope. It is my favorite <laughs> acting performance of all time. It is Tom Cruise in. Magnolia. Oh yeah, you said that. Yeah, <laughs> my absolute favorite acting performance. Like it's like Jimmy Stewart and It's a Wonderful Life, and then right, like slightly above it is Tom Cruise and Magnolia. Wow, really? Okay. He's, it is a performance we're never going to see from him again because he just has closed off everything. But I remember Paul Thomas Anderson talked about it, and he was like, you know, just like he just kept pushing Tom Cruise because like he was doing all that the acting with his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the dad in the movie, <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's like. Because at first, it's all, like the first like half of the movie, he's just like respect the yep. cock, like <laughs> worship the cock, and it's like that's all like fitness trainer, like kind of like a um, Tony Robbins type uh, person. But then like the second half of the movie, his dad is dying, and Tom Cruise is like on kneeling on his deathbed, like I, I will not cry for you, you motherfucker, I'm not gonna cry for you. And Paul Thomas Anderson just kept pushing him. He's like, do more, do more, do more. And then Tom Cruise eventually just like went into his head and brought his own relationship with his father into it. And it just unlocked this whole performance. That is like the most amazing thing you're ever going to see. Oh my god! It's high praise for Magnolia. It's my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie, like right up there with Phantom Thread. It is my favorite movie of 1999. It is one of. What's it competing with in 1999? Like probably Sixth Sense and uh, Toy Story Two. Oh yeah. Okay. It's one of my favorite movies of the 90s. One of my favorite movies ever. Literally perfect. Most ambitious work of art I've probably ever seen, and Tom Cruise in it. Wow, it's just incredible. Bold, my goodness, that is a that is a high recommendation. Absolutely love Magnolia. Oh my god, it's I, like three hours long. <laughs> it's like it's a tough hang, but it's <clears throat> it's just great. I knew you loved Magnolia, but not to this extent. It is so. It's just like it's so messy, mm-hmm. but it's just like like God bless Paul Thomas Anderson for just like going for it. 
he can great he gets great performance out of it. Like he got Sandler to do Punch Drunk Love. He gets yeah. he gets the best out of Daniel Day Lewis, and of course Tom Cruise. Wasn't there the thing? This is not to discredit. Man, like, wasn't the thing like he was crying? How he could cry? He had to like squeeze his own hand or whatever. Yeah, okay. I think he's, he has trouble crying, like actually crying. Okay. Um, but all that, like, I think a lot of the, I think Paul Thomas Anderson said, like, the script called for much less um, berating of the father than yeah. Tom Cruise ended up doing. Oh dang! So he kind of just went to a different world, and oh. yeah, I think he had like a pushpin or something in his hand to make himself cry. Jesus, he's he's and who knows? Like, he like we could have been bleeding after how forceful he gets in Jesus. that scene. Yeah, honestly, I bet it was great. Yeah. Absolutely. I I do not love it as much as you do. No. <laughs> Clearly, you do love something. I do love something. Uh, this is your number two. My number one is Collateral. Oh. See, in the same vein that you have Magnolia, Collateral is one of my favorite movies ever. I love, one, Tom Cruise is a villain, which, is that the only time he's ever been a villain? Was he ever a villain in anything else? He's kind of not like, in, not really. In like, He's like a dick in Magnolia. And he's... He's kind of a dick at the beginning of Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, he can be a dick pretty easily, but he's never, like, the antagonist. No, Except not. for Collateral, I think. I'm probably missing something. He was not... Maybe I mean, Vanilla Sky. He's kind, of, he's kind of an asshole, right? He's an asshole, but he's not the villain. Yeah. This is the only time I think he's the true antagonist, and I think he freaking kills it. Tom Cruise is, like, a great hair assassin who he's just calm and composed throughout. Is just the best thing I think Tom Cruise has ever done. I think his dynamic with Jamie Foxx is the best on-screen dy- dynamic he's ever done. I, his, the weird kind of moral, there was a secret insight into my list. Uh, that was the, the weird kind of like moral code he develops and tries to kind of imbue upon Jamie Foxx. I'm losing my voice. <clears throat> I'm also sick. Oh boy. Um, I'm getting better though. Okay. Um, you're like, you're like, oh my God. Um, is so fascinating. Uh, I, I think just that kind of that composed killer. It's why I like Jack Reacher so much. Tom Cruise is someone who's composed and stoic but also kind of has that like weird mentality, I think is very interesting, and I think it's why it elevates it above Jack Reacher for me. Because in Jack Reacher, he's this stoic, calm, composed guy, but he has that good moral center, and instead of collateral, we have that cool, composed guy who's a serial killer, assassin, <laughs> but then he has this weird kind of the lone wolf mentality, which I think is very fascinating. And I think just as a movie as a whole, it's one of my favorite movies ever, Michael Mann, some of his best movie. I like it more than yes. Heat. Definitely. <clears throat> He's phenomenal. This is even better. I think this is Jamie Foxx's best performance. Mm-hmm. Um, beating out Ray. Yeah. Django Unchained. I don't think anything competes with this. There's that one scene. I'm just going to tangent. Nope, There's nope. that one scene in where he uh, talks to Harvey, Harvey Bardem, who's in that movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. And Jamie Foxx is like, why don't you tell your man to put that fucking gun away or maybe take and beat him or something. And he like, takes the glasses and you're like, you're like, oh my God. And you're like, that's the best. Um, I think the final confrontation between Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise is phenomenal. I think everything about that movie is phenomenal. It's really hard to pinpoint, oh, why did Tom Cruise, like, what specific scene? He's just astounding all the way around. I think that I think that weird moral code he tries to, like, you kind of get an insight into what he's like is very fascinating. Definitely. Goddamn Collateral's a good movie. Yeah, there's a lot of philosophy in it. Um, oh. <clears throat> yeah. That, that Fox one. flips the car. Oh, my God. It's a great scene. With that, with that one scene where they're driving and the wolf is in the middle of the road, and you're like, oh, my God. You're like, Yes. I like the, I like movies that take place in one night. Oh, it's great. I like dark movies. Dark movies that yeah, over the place in one night. Yeah, that it's final like, showdown on the train. Oh, it's so great. That's so great. Where he dies on the train. A man dies on the subway. You would never notice he dies on the subway. You're like, oh my god, Michael Mann, you're a genius. It is like the. It's like I like Heat. Um, this is the only Michael Mann movie I love. Collateral. What are the ones that you using like Black Hat? <laughs> I don't like Black Hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, Black. Uh, he did Public Enemies. He did Public Enemies. Yeah. Which is, eh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I know he did Public Enemies. He's done some. He's done a lot of stuff. Dang. A lot of actiony kind of movies. I think Heat's his only Heat and probably Collateral are his best known or his most known. Oh, he didn't didn't he do Miami Vice? <laughs> he did do did, Miami did, Vice. Did do Miami Vice? I don't think he's also. I also don't think that's a good movie. Was that Jamie Foxx in it? Jamie Foxx and Colin Farrell. This is the better Jamie Foxx performance. Better than Miami Vice. It's for sure. Uh, Collateral's great, but no. We'll see Jamie Foxx in the movie Soul. Oh, that's year, right. Yeah. Which looks great. Yeah. Uh, Could be good. Yeah. But this movie was also, yeah. for the best Tom Cruise movies, this would yeah. also stand number one. Um, collateral? Collateral. Yeah. Let's say probably with you. So for movies and performances? For movies and performances, Collateral is all the way around. Um, go watch Rock of Ages. <laughs> Rock of Ages? Well, I've heard, I see Rock of Ages. Uh, have you seen Jack Reacher? I've not seen Jack Reacher. Um, Solid. That's another one that had a glowing recommendation. Jack Courtney's the villain, though. 
who? Who? Ja- Whomst? Jack Courtney. He plays Boomerang. Oh. In yes. Suicide Squad. The Australian. The Australian. He's, uh, he's Kyle Reese in Terminator Genesis. I have not. Will not see that movie. <laughs> yeah, um, you're not missing much. Jai. Jai Courtney. When, I remember when, they, when James Gunn was like, I'm going to do a new Suicide Squad. Yeah. And we're going to have Harley Quinn. And we're gonna have no one else. And then, like, slowly everyone came yeah, back. Like, like he's back for it. Like, the only one who's not back is the Joker. Jack, wait, Boomerang's back in the news? I think he's back, and, like, the Killer Croc is back. And Oh, yay. So. The weirdly, like. Like, they, they made him, like, what the. I mean, like, African American for some reason, but they went into, like, very weird stereotypes with. The Killer Croc? Croc? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ugh. The whole movie is just a mess. David Ayer's a good director, by the way. Fury? Fury's great. End of Watch is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Bright is not a bad movie. It's not good. No, it's not certainly bad. Not. Are they doing a sequel to that one? They supposedly are, but that was said like 2016. They're like Bright open to the most Netflix things ever, which is then beaten and destroyed. Yeah, 15 times over. And they're like, we're gonna make a 150 million dollar sequel to Bright. They're trying to make their own blockbuster. Maybe not Bright. <laughs> well, now they, their new attempt is they're doing like a movie with Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, and Gal Gadot. What? It's like an action movie. I think it's Michael Bay. It's oh, he's not, he's not in that. That's, no. just, that's just Ryan Reynolds. That's just Ryan Reynolds. That's like Six Underground or something, which that's looks like, like the most cliche Michael Bay movie ever. Have you seen the trailer for it? No. I'm not going to watch that movie. Yeah, I should show you the trailer for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have plenty of time to show you the trailer. Plenty of time. Uh, what were we we were going to Google something. Rob Reiner. Oh, yeah. What has Rob Reiner done recently? What do you think? What, um, do, what do you think is his most recent movie he's directed besides Bucket He's directed? Yes. I wouldn't even... Be able to tell you the name of it. It's probably like Miss Heartland or something <laughs> horrible. Who did um, who did X Men Three? I have no idea. Brian Singer. Not is, Brian Singer. The guy. It was a different... Brian Fuller. Is that who it is? No, it was like another Rob guy. Rob. He was in. Marshall. He's in Sandy Wexler. Uh, that's actor. Let's look at director. He's directed twenty six movies. He did Shock and Awe, LBJ, with Woody Harrelson. Oh. Uh, with <laughs> Lyndon B. Johnson aligns himself. Okay. Yeah, I remember the LBJ movie, actually. A movie called Being Charlie? Hmm. With Nick Robinson, Common. That doesn't convince me to watch it. <laughs> uh, would be Governor's Son Addicted. What? What is this movie? When I hear Common, I don't, like, <laughs> you don't run jump to out. the movie theater. The Magic of Belle Isle? Never heard of it. Morgan Freeman, though. Maybe that's what I was thinking of for Bucket List. No, then you have Bucket List. You have oh, he did the Bucket List. Rumor Flip. has it. No idea. Alex and Emma. Whoever that is. He has The Story of Us, then he has Spinal Tap. Yeah. Ghost of Mississippi, American President, Few Good Men, Misery. Oh my god. He put off the greatest run in director history. His first one is Spinal Tap. I haven't seen The Sure Thing. Is that good? I have not seen it. Yeah, so we'll ignore that. We have Spinal Tap, Stand By Me, Princess Bride, When Harry Met Sally, Misery, A Few Good Men, North. Never heard of it. And then American President. And the American President. So he basically from 95 to 84, had, he had 11 years of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 basically classic movies. Nobody pulled off a run like that. No. Ever. And now he's doing Shock and Awe. And they're all different genres. Shock and Awe. 2017. I'm not going to see that. Woody Harrelson's in it though. Are you sure you don't want to see Woody Harrelson? I saw him in Zombieland. In Zombieland? Yeah. The second, the Spinal Tap? And the, yeah, Zombieland Spinal Tap. <laughs> Well, um, what was I going to look up? Uh, Last Stand? Is that the X-Men 3? Uh, X-Men 3? Yes, yeah. The Last Stand. Who directed it? Brett Ratner is who I was thinking of. Oh, God. He did Tower Heist. <laughs> oh, my God. The best movie ever. Uh, I don't know why you said that sarcastically. <laughs> you have our character posters. Brett Ratner has directed 58 things. He did Hercules in 2014. Do you remember Hercules? Is that the one with The Rock? Yes. Do you want to know why I don't like that movie? Because they marketed it as The Rock versus basically like like weird monsters and stuff like that. He had, nope. All the weird monsters turned to be like visions or whatever. And, or it's the montage at the beginning and he just fights people. You're like, man, I don't, want, I don't want to watch The Rock fight people. He does that every movie. They should do a live action Hercules from Disney. Uh, basically, this is what they tried to do. But he, does he sing Go the Distance? No. That was really messed up. Joy The Rock Johnson can sing. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. Great song. Great movie. Great. Top five Moana songs. You're Uh, welcome. Definitely be in the top five for me. I am Moana's number one. It's great. I'm going to get 
uh, a tattoo from Moana to symbolize my Disney experience. What's a what's it gonna be? The like you know the heart of Tafiti. Yep. Swirl thing. Yeah. It's gonna go like parallel to the Deathly Hallows. Oh my god. And I'm like, like I'm gonna use I am Moana the one that's like the people you love will change you the things you have learned will guide you. Oh, that's great. You I, sh- where are you gonna get? You should get that like right here. It's like like here. This is great for a podcast. Yep. Like right here. Um, <laughs> on your right by on your right bicep. Yeah. Kind of like. You have Deathly Hallows on your left one. And you're yeah. like lower left. Yeah, it's kind of like lower like on the other side. Not as high as mine. But no. A little you have a tribal... A weird 90s tribal thing. I don't know. Half band. A band. It's no longer like the right size because I got it when I was 18 and I was 135 pounds. And now I'm 165 pounds. And it just doesn't like... It doesn't wrap all the way around as it did. Bragging about your weight. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Good juice. Well, this is like... We, it is currently 117. You've been awake for... Six hours? I woke up at 7.30? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is crazy. It's a Saturday. Yeah. I, I, I went, listen, last night I watched The Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. It emotionally drained me. I went to bed thinking about the movie. I won't spoil anything. For and sure. then I woke up still thinking about the movie and I'm still sad. And now we're about to go watch Honey Boy. Oh, that's not going to be anything. Which is happier. not going to help because if everything I know about the movie is true, little boy's going to mm. not be happy. Well, we know how, where he ends up. Yeah. <laughs> Cannibal. Um, Do you think they'll have the actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf? I wouldn't think so. You would have you, <laughs> but is it? I feel like you can tell the story of Shia LaBeouf without mentioning the cannibal. Oh, but what does it go to? So we have to his arrest in like twenty like eleven, twenty twelve. His that arrest, and then he had, like, got arrested where he was like, "I'm not black, you can't arrest me." And then, okay. but he he like meant it in a different way. He said, "I where, don't know." You can where he was it. trying to mean it in like a social justice kind of way, where he was like trying to make a point. But then he got arrested anyway. And then he got arrested when he had the, his like art installation that was like a Trump protest. But oh, then, like, yeah. Somebody, somebody defaced it and then he like beat the shit out of the guy. That's right. I forgot about that. And then he had that. Do you remember he had that? That's where all the Shia LaBeouf memes came from. He had the mar- he, later, he had the marathon where he sat and watched all his movies for like 24 yeah, hours. Yeah. And it was like live stream. Yeah, that's where he had his marathon to get to watch Shia LaBeouf react to like Transformers 2 where he's sitting there and he's like, f- or he like fell asleep in one of them. Even Stevens. <laughs> Oh, that reminds me. Um, you know the meme where like it's like the the arm and the other arm are like like clutching one another. Yes. And it's like they're united on one topic. Yeah. It should be like Jack Skellington, <laughs> and Shia LaBeouf's character in Holes, and it should say in the middle having a friend named Zero. <laughs> That's a good meme, right? That's a good. You should make it right there. I tweeted. Uh, you'll appreciate this one because um, it's Mecca. I tweeted. Uh, the f- 10th Fast and Furious movie should be called Fast 10, and the tagline could be Fast 10, your seatbelt. <laughs> I have a great Twitter account. Um, <laughs> so stupid. That's the, but you, did you know that Vin Diesel had he live streams on Facebook, and he's like, we're having a fast... Nine? What, what fast are they on? They're on now? nine right now. He's like, we're having, yeah, or we're having a story meeting where we're brainstorming ideas, where it's like him, it's Michelle Rodriguez, and it's like Demi Moore? Who's in the, who's the, who's Paul Walker's wife in this movie? Jennifer uh, Conley? No, no. No. I know this. She's above that. Michelle Rodriguez and Jordana Brewster. Is Jordana Brewster? They're I think like, so. Vin Diesel's like, hey guys. And Michelle Rodriguez is like, oh, he always does this. And you're like, oh my God, Vin Diesel. <laughs> well, now he's posting weird like fan art of him and Paul, <laughs> Paul Walker. Walker. Yeah. You sent me that. You're like, how is this not a meme? But I, I love I was crying so much. I was laughing. <laughs> it's so odd. It's so odd. He's just such a weird dude. I love him, though. And I can't wait for him and Fast 9 with Tyrese Gibson. Mm-hmm. Ludacris. Is Ludacris he back? Ludacris is back. Uh, the rumor is that Han might come back. Uh, remains to be seen. Wasn't he blown up in a car? Well, they, they were thinking cyborg technology. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do have um, that, um, what's his face? Idris Elba as a yeah, cyborg. Yeah, I mean, maybe they set it up. That movie I want to put is in my top five. I really do. For 2019, I really, I really want to find a way to get it up there. I might have to talk myself down on some classic, like the top four for this year, all classics for me. Yeah, Marriage Story, Jojo Rabbit, Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Can I put? Can Hobbs I get, and Shaw. It's, and then it's like imagine that list. It's maybe a top ten. No, but imagine like bookending. It's like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Hobbs and Shaw, The Lighthouse, <laughs> or Hobbs and Shaw, Rocket Man, Hobbs and Shaw, like John Wick, or Hobbs and Shaw. Maybe Honey Boy. Maybe Honey Boy. Maybe like look at like how can you? I feel like they go together. Honey Boy and Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, and they both have letter H. (laughs) And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hollywood H. H. There you go. Quentin Tarantino, not H's name, but 
Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Quentin. Um, I forgot we're still recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what the hell was that? Uh, oh, Fast Nine. Yep. I think they're gonna go back to their roots. Um, and then Fast Ten, mm-hmm. your seatbelts will be. Um, they're gonna go to space. Oh my god. And then. Yep. Jurassic World, like five. Yep. Is gonna have a post credit scene where they shoot dinosaurs into space. And then Fast 11 is going to be Fast and Furious cars in space versus dinosaurs <laughs> in space. You know what? It's going to make a billion dollars. You want to know why? I'm going to be first in line to see it. I, how would people not go see it? How that? do you not see it? It's like, it's like oh my god, there are dinosaurs now. And it's like, well, there goes all of my money. Yeah. I have to see Fast 10 in your seatbelt. It's the best name ever. Don't, uh, don't go ride the Fast and Furious ride at Universal. Um, it's bad. Uh... <laughs> And go listen to the Fast and Furious podcast I did with. Uh, we don't we don't need to talk about who it was with. Um, uh, well, yeah, listen to that one's a gem. Uh, this one is great though. This one's gonna go down in history as yes. an all timer. Tom Cruise movies. Uh, may Top Gun Maverick be great. May everything he does be wonderful. May he leave Scientology perhaps one day. Hopefully, let's pray. Thank you for being here to talk about Mr. Cruise. Happy if you ever want to do another top five Tom Cruise movies part two. Okay, I have more. <laughs> so. When, once he like builds up a little bit more of his career, then we'll go back and we'll see which ones we left off. We'll, like, we're going to talk like, go deep on the firm. <laughs> we'll go deep on Interview with a Vampire. Interview with a Vampire. Cocktail. Cocktail, amazing movie. Has great everything in it. What's his first ever movie that he did? His, and then we'll, then we'll... The earliest Tom Cruise movie I, that I've seen is probably The Outsiders, I would think. Is it Outsiders? Because Risky Business came out after. Risky Business Ooh, maybe, was his first yeah, big one. That was his big, first big role for sure. You know what? We'll do one final yeah, fact check. Google. What's Tom Cruise's first movie? Cast your bets. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Outsiders. I bet it's not his actual first movie, but I bet it's the first movie that I'll recognize. I think it's probably Outsiders. Uh, yes, Outsiders. He was in a movie called Endless Love in '81. Nice. Where he was like, he was like a bottom cast guy. Yeah, he was. He's like twelfth cast, and then that's not his first one. There's one called Taps. Taps. Where he's David Sean, where he is cast right below Sean Penn and right above Brendan Ward. Whoever that is. Whoever it is, he has no photo on IMDb, so we know he's a star. <laughs> Look at that, Brendan Ward. Brendan Ward also starred in Mount Machismo, the five pound nacho challenge. <laughs> what? what is that? That's a, Adam Richmond conquered that on Man vs. Food. Oh my god. Well, thank you for having me. We get to go and now go see. Shia LaBeouf. Top five Shia LaBeouf movies. Top five Shia LaBeouf movies. Holes. Number one, Surf's Up. <laughs> I'm surf's up. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Of course.